Fucking agree. You're listening to Tranny Rex 66. And masturbating. <laughs> From Portland, Oregon. Tranny Rec Radio. My life is brilliant. What? Was I too early? Oh, sorry. Should I? Do you want to start over or... Keep going? Okay. Now? Now? My life is brilliant. Your life's a joke. You're just pathetic. You're always broke. Your homemade Star Trek uniform really ain't impressing me. You're suffering from delusions of adequacy. You're you're pitiful, you're pitiful, it's true Never had a date that you couldn't inflate And you smell repulsive too What a bummer being you You're Pitiful by Weird Al Yankovic, uh, downloaded it off of WeirdAl.com. Apparently it was a, par- a James Blunt parody that didn't make it on his uh, latest album, according to his website. Um, my name is Rebecca Ney, and you are listening to Tranny Rec Radio. How the fuck is everybody? Whether you are listening from my website at trannyrec.com or through podcasting or MySpace or Trans FM. 
FM.org, thefreaknetwork.com, WKJCE, or, or wherever, Facebook, uh, your asshole, your dreams, your head, your psychosis, wherever you are listening. Thank you so much. God, it's been for fucking ever before I uh, talk about that. I just want to say, if anybody has a good site for independent music parodies, let me know. Uh, I, I love playing Weird Al, but I would like to play, you know, the Podsafe Music Network does not have a whole hell of a lot for indie parodies. So if you have a good site that is good to download indie parodies, please send me an email, trannyrec at gmail.com. How the fuck is everybody? It's been so, 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 so long since we've talked, and it's all your goddamn fault. Not mine. You're supposed to make me produce a podcast. I am not accountable in any means. Actually, part of the it's not my fault uh, story is uh, I actually did a podcast a uh, couple of weeks ago. Uh, so this is take two of Trainee Rex 66. Uh, I uh, did a podcast and uh, it was an hour long and right as I and I and I saved it and in in Ubercaster when you save a podcast it takes about five to ten minutes because the files are fucking huge and the file was 99% saved and it crashed and I lost the entire show and lately I, 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 I only have a podcast in me once every couple of weeks uh, lately this summer and uh that just kind of took all the podcasting air right out of my fucking ass. So, um, anyway, I don't think that podcast was meant to, to be publicly consumed uh, for, for several reasons I'll talk about uh, here in a second. Uh, um, uh, oh, brain fart, it's Friday night. <laughs> that's what's going to happen when I'm going to do a show after a long week. Uh let me talk about uh well actually let me talk about this uh the, this podcast that uh, I did that uh crashed on me um the show I did uh the main the first half of the show I actually talked about depression and uh antidepressants and uh and basically I I I kind of brought this subject up before it was even talked about. And, and this is a show I recorded before uh, uh, Christian Hugens did his show on antidepressants. And uh, I have a confession. Uh, for those of you that listen to SaturnCast at SaturnCast.com, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, those that you don't, you need to go over there and listen. Um, Christian Hugens did a show on antidepressants, and it was based off of a conversation that he and I had, and uh, now when Tigger from TiggerCast hears this, he's probably going to hate me, uh, but I, I think that's probably the reason why the show that I did two weeks ago out of karma was probably not meant to be publicly consumed, and I just kind of came to that conclusion after it crashed. I'm like, well... Of course, after I stressed out, of course, I'm like, well, this this podcast was not meant to be consumed publicly, I guess. And I think for good reason. I talked about uh, depression uh, because I – and I even diagnosed myself with a mild form of uh, depression. Uh, I went to a depression website on WebMD and – because I have been really unmotivated lately, and you know, throughout my life, I've I've dealt with anxiety, and uh, a lot of the symptoms of depression that have resulted in a lot of people I know going on antidepressants, uh, I have dealt with uh, through various periods of my life. And uh, let me say this: I, I think probably the show that I did two weeks ago possibly could have been seen as uh, 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 oh, fuck. where's the word 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 in Becky's brain come out word where are you word word that Becky was going to say word that I was going to say uh, <laughs> it's there uh, insensitive thank you <laughs> 
the show probably was would have easily been taken as insensitive. Now, the, the discussion that I had with Christian Huggins, uh, we definitely differed. Um, and, and let me just say this right up front. For those of you that are on antidepressants or have taken antidepressants and it has done everything that uh, saved your life, and I, and I know there's several stories out there of people who had said that if it weren't for antidepressants, they wouldn't be alive today. I, I don't want to diss the uh, I, I don't want to diss how effective anti and helpful antidepressants can be for some people. My position is not one of disdain for people that are taking antidepressants. So please don't take this personal. For those of you that uh, that have had positive experiences with them, my position of disdain for antidepressants has to do with my absolute hatred and disgust of the drug companies. And I've talked about the reasons I hate the drug companies uh, in past episodes. Uh, this and this gets really personal for me because. Uh, Without health insurance, I would not be able to afford the life-saving drugs that I take for HIV disease. I wouldn't be able to afford them. And, you know, and I think that is just criminally wrong. Now, getting back to uh, how this relates to my position on antidepressants, I do believe because of how criminal the drug industry is and how in cahoots they are with HMOs and, unfortunately, doctors as a result, I think way too many people are getting uh, prescribed antidepressants uh, as the sole cure, the sole solution to solve all of their problems. And uh, I have a family member that is very close to me that is on so many fucking drugs that she would be like the model cu- model customer for uh, Big Pharma. So, you know, now what I, now I, I'm not her. I, I'm not in her shoes and I'm not judging her. And I, you know, I've, ha- I've had discussions with her and she actually agrees with me. Uh, so sh- she is at a point now to where she feels that her life would be improved if she could slowly get herself slowly weaned off of all of these antidepressants. Now, did they save her life? I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm, like I said, I'm sure antidepressants have saved a lot of people's lives, and, and I don't want to discount that. But take a step back. Uh, you know, and step back from this emotionally and, and, and take a look at how many people in our country are on antidepressants. Take a look at that. Take a look at how much money is being made on not only antidepressants, but all kinds of fucking drugs. How many commercials you see on TV peddling these drugs. And you know these doctors are getting kickbacks from these companies. You know they are. I mean, when I was diagnosed with HIV uh, in July 13th, 2000, shortly thereafter, my doctor gave me a sample pack of Paxil. Now, how the fuck is Paxil, a sample pack of Paxil, going to help me deal with being positively diagnosed with HIV? I mean, come on. <laughs> the reason I'm depressed is not because of just brain chemistry that things are going on in my brain because I have some wonderful life. The reason I was fucking depressed is because I just got diagnosed with a disease that I thought was going to kill me. Uh, you know, and I, I doubt it will at this point, but... You know, I still need to do a show on that issue. Um, uh, you know, HIV up to this point has been nothing but an emotional disease. Uh, and, it, you know, that's still the case today because of the stigma around it. Um, 
you know, and I guess I should consider myself lucky considering how many people have died from that. Anyway, I, I, I'm sidetracking. Uh, I just really think that a lot of people uh, look at antidepressants as the magic cure to all of their life problems. And and, and I'm coming from this from a uh, – uh, and I, I'm coming from this from a strictly – uh, intellectual and psychological perspective. Uh, you know, I, I got a bachelor's degree in psychology, which doesn't qualify me for shit, except to maybe be over opinionated. But I really do believe that a lot, a, a big source of a lot of people's problems are probably caused by the environment they're in and substances that they take in their body now i will now if there's one area that i could see uh antidepressants being extremely useful is to to help somebody get their somebody who's fucked their brain chemistry up taking you know methamphetamines or or speed crack cocaine even ecstasy or whatever all these other somebody that had a drug addiction for years uh, to where drugs just totally whack, you know, fucked their brain up beyond all recognition. I could see antidepressants being useful in trying to get your the chemicals in your brain realigned and and what have you. So, like I said, there is there there are use for antidepressants in our country. I just think, but I but I do believe that that, that antidepressants are definitely a big portion. Uh, big pharma's uh, profitable adventure, uh, courtesy of <laughs> a lot of uh, the HMOs and, and, and U.S. citizens. I'm curious, though. I, I'd like your opinion on this. Uh, 206-338-2563. I would definitely prefer it in an audio, uh, especially if you uh, have some uh, very informative and passionate opinions on this subject. Uh, is the United States being over-medicated uh, with antidepressants? Uh, do, I mean, as a generality, is is that a safe generalization to make? Am I being insensitive by making that generalization? Uh, or, you know, I, I, I do, like I said, if, if you choose to take that generalization personal, then, you know, I apologize up front. But I, I, I believe what I believe. I believe that big pharma is evil. I believe that too many problems in our society are uh, – drugs are seen as the cure-all by, by too many problems are in our society. And I'd love to know your take on that. Even if you live outside of – well, especially if you live outside of the United States, uh, is there a lot of people – is this an issue in your country wherever you're listening to this like it's 206-338-2563. If you are out of the United States, uh, you can go to my website, trannyrec at gmail.com. That's my email address. Uh, trannyrec.com, there's a audio recorder on my website. All you have to do is have a microphone hooked up to your computer. You can record an audio comment there. Uh, I still haven't given up on using that. Um uh, again, and you could also record an MP3 file and send it to my email address, trannyrec at gmail.com. I would like your thoughts on the whole uh, antidepressant debate that's happening uh, amongst uh, Freak Network members here uh, at thefreaknetwork.com. promote podcasting and create goodwill. Fuck that shit. This is about me and what I like to listen to. You're listening, You're listening to, Rebecca to Rebecca Nay's, Nay's playlist. playlist. What'd you guys think of my uh, new playlist bumper? Uh, on the playlist this week, uh, I just wanted to plug uh, some Freak Network members and TransFM uh, members, uh, let's start with uh, some of the wonderful podcasts that are being produced by uh, Marina from ilovelard.com, 
Christine Hugens from SaturnCast.com and uh, David from Zillafag.com, also known as Zillafag. Uh, they've been, I think all three of them have been on Podcrack, and uh, they've been producing some wonderful shows to make up for people like me who haven't been podcasting that often. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to talk about specifically anything that they're doing, but you know, if you're looking to enhance your podcast listening, uh, go over and listen to those podcasts. Uh, those will be linked on my website at trannyrec.com. Uh, a trans FM member, Becky Juro, uh, the Becky Juro podcast, I, I don't have the URL. It's a Potomatic podcast, so I don't have the URL memorized. That will be linked on my show. But Becky Juro has a great political podcast from a perspective of a trans woman. And I would encourage you to go listen to her show. Uh, I've definitely connected with her on her uh, job searching frustrations. Uh, she's been experiencing a lot of the same frustrations that I have. Uh, the big difference is that, like a, a lot of trans people, she, at least at the time I listened to this podcast, was unemployed, and I think she still is. So go listen to Becky Juro. Um, and then the last podcast that I want to promote on the playlist is the newest member of the Trans FM family, uh, and that's Trans Ponder, and that you can go to their website at trans-ponder.com. Um, it's uh, done by two Gen X trans women. Their names Jaina and Mila. I want to give a big uh, shout out to them. Oh, uh, David from Zillafag hates shout outs, so I got to say shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out, shout out, shout out. That's just for David at Zillafag.com. So, uh, yes, I want to, I want, I'd like to welcome them to the Trans FM family. Uh, Jaina and Mila have a great podcast and, uh, they just transitioned about a year ago. So it's really interesting to hear their perspective on, uh, transgender issues. So if you're looking for another podcast that, uh, talks, I, I think solely about transgender issues, go over to trans-ponder.com. Uh, it, it is an, I think they, it is an audio blog, but like I said, uh, transgender issues are, I think first and foremost, for, are kind of at the forefront in their life right now. So go give them a listen. Uh, so that's all for the, uh, the playlist at this time. You're listening to the Freak Network. Lots been going on uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, aside from trying to do a podcast that failed miserably, I uh, finally got some recognition at work, uh, which was definitely very helpful in kind of rejuvenating me uh, because I was just getting really super burnt out. Um, I put a lot, you know, I, I tell you what, I take a lot of pride in my job. I take a lot of pride in the work that I do, even if it bores me and any opportunity I can get to get off of production work, to help other people, to do investigations into like big time fraud. I jump at that opportunities uh, at those opportunities. And I've done that the last six years that I've worked at this financial institution that shall not be named. <laughs> um, and finally, I got a recognition. It's one of the highest levels of non-management recognition. It's called a gold coin. And this is probably a tip-off for those of you that uh, uh, ha ha that might be employees of the same institution that I work at. But it was just really wonderful. They don't give these out very often in my department. There's about 130 people in my department, and about a handful of these are given out every year. So when I got this gold coin that I don't think is like real gold, but it doesn't matter, it just meant a lot to me. It, it told me that uh, my what I do, my efforts are appreciated, and... You know, it gave me second thoughts about wanting to stick around at the or stick around the organization, and I'm at a crossroads at this point. Um, uh, 
a part of me wants to leave the bank and pursue uh, a career in another industry. Uh, I prefer to uh, go into the uh, a technical technology oriented industry, but if I do stay with the bank, technology is a huge part of this bank, and so I'm looking at some career development options. Before I got the gold coin, though. I applied for several jobs on Craigslist, and just this past week, one of them contacted me. This is a uh, uh, a small a start. This was a startup technology company. A tech. It was a tech job for a startup company that deals with uh, web conferencing. Yeah, they set up web conferencing for for major companies and whoever needs to do web conferencing. So um, this the, the, the interview, I had a phone interview this week, and it went very well, uh, I thought. I thought it, well, like, there were good and bad to the interview. The, 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 the not so encouraging part was that they really wanted somebody that was proficient in HTML, SQL, and JavaScript uh, to start. Um, I'm proficient in HTML, but not the other two, <laughs> but apparently this guy that was interviewing me said that the other two are not as crucial as HTML. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the tech jobs definitely sounds very interesting. Um, it would be a huge challenge, uh, for me. And I guess the question that I, that th floats through my mind, considering that since I've transitioned, I've not been able to, to do any kind of a job change, uh, internally in the company or externally, you know, my confidence is not that high. So it really makes me wonder when I get, have interviews like this, uh, do I have a shot at this job? I would like to believe in this case I do. Um, but you know, until I actually get hired on, uh, with somebody or get promoted to another position, uh, my confidence in the job searching area is going to be, uh, rather low. So that's pretty much everything that's been going on in my life. The uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, I gotta let's go ahead and play a song, and then we'll go ahead and play a voicemail from a listener that I've never heard of before. The name of this song is "The Why and Why," and it's by Alamance, and this is off the Podsafe Music Network.
listening to transfm.org. Hi, Jamie. This is Bill. I'm from El Paso, Texas. I'm a truck driver. Uh, straight. But, um, my daughter's gay friends call me a breeder. I don't know if I should take that as a slight or as a compliment. I don't know. But, um, I've just been downloading your uh, podcast and I've been listening to them on the social stuff and where people should be treated and junk. And I love listening to your uh, rants and raves. And a lot of the stuff you talk about is, is true. A lot of Americans, they need to think about how they feel about people. Everybody should be treated the same. But um, I enjoy your show. And I know I'm way behind. I'm up to the part where that one person called that was yawning. He shouldn't yawn, because a lot of people that listen to your podcast might be truckers. If you're driving at night, someone yawning in your ear, well, might cause you to run off the road and kill yourself. But hey, I enjoy your podcast training. Um, well, what should we call you training? I should call you Nye, Miss Nye. And uh, have a nice day. Cousin Kid from El Paso, Texas. Bye-bye. I love hearing from new listeners. I don't know if you're a new li- – well, it sounds like you are a new listener because you're kind of – you're listening to back shows, which I, I find to be very flattering. Um, hold on. Would you shut up? God. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bill, for that voicemail. That was absolutely wonderful. Um, as far as calling me tranny – and a lot of people in the podcast, especially the queer podcast community, do that. Uh, and that was heavily influenced by Madge Weinstein. Um, I, I'll never refer to I, I, it doesn't really bother me that no, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, you know, I will never refer to myself as tranny because I'm Rebecca. <laughs> The name of my show is Tranny Wreck Radio. Oh, yeah, that's right. Madge would call me Tranny Wreck, and I think some people just started calling me Tranny uh, for short. Uh, but I don't know. I'm just not one of those people that likes to call po- people by their podcast name, um, you know, unless they do it all the time. You know, some people do. Even then, I just... I don't know. I separate people from their podcasts. Uh, Tranny Wreck is my podcast. I am Rebecca Nay. Uh, but, you, you, know, you know, it doesn't really bother me if you call me Tranny, though. But it, it is kind of uh, uh, making me a novelty as a transsexual woman, which might bother other people in the transgender community. So, uh, Bill, that is something to think about. Um Miss Nye, <laughs> I, 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 I love the accent there. <laughs> I guess Miss Nay would work too, if I'm going to be, but only Bill, if I can be your dominatrix. <laughs> as far as yawning in your ear, that's interesting. I, I never thought about that from the perspective of a tr- truck driver. Like if you're listening to... A, po- a podcast, do you and somebody yawns? Uh, yeah, I guess that that would, especially if you're really fucking tired. Although, Bill, I would say if you're so tired that somebody yawning could cause you to fall asleep at the will, uh, you probably should be uh, taking a break and maybe taking a nap, pulling over at a rest stop or something. But, you know... I it, who 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 am I to who am I to say <laughs> when you should break or not because I I'm guessing I I do know this just from friends that I've talked to that are truck drivers those motherfuckers get pushed to the limit and you know in today's corporate America where the almighty dollar is more important than human beings uh you know that's doesn't it's not surprising so. But thank you so much for the voicemail, Bill. Uh, if you would like to contribute to the show and anything that I've said so far, uh, 206-338-2563, you can plug that and add that into your cell phone. That's what I've been doing with my favorite podcasts. Uh, I just got a new cell phone that I got through Verizon, who I absolutely love. They're the only cell phone company I love. Um, there's their free plug. Um 
But 206-338-2563, plug that into your cell phone. If you don't have a cell phone and you just want to call me randomly and you can't remember the number, it's two, the easy way to remember it is 206-3-fuck-me. Again, 206-3-fuck-me. I would love, I love voicemails because they add content to the show and I'm always looking for people to help contribute content to this show because uh doing a podcast takes a lot out of you it really does uh it takes a lot of energy to do one and i I don't like getting in front of the microphone unless i you know have enough energy to at least keep you guys awake uh that doesn't i don't know if i'm always successful in that but uh i don't really give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I put myself out there and do the best I can. And uh, if you don't like it, well, um, you can go fuck yourself. So uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Okay. Uh, things that are coming up uh, in a week, uh, a week, well, less uh, a week from yesterday, next Thursday on August 30th, I am going to be tra- going uh, down to Corvallis, Oregon to see and this is a little sports i don't i hardly ever talk about sports on my show um and i'm not really going to talk like do sports talk here just because i don't know if i have enough people that listen to my show that are interested in sports to really want to hear my take on sports issues but the reason i bring this up is that i'm going to corvallis next thursday is i'm going to see my utah utes play the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, The reason I bring this up is because I'm a little apprehensive about doing this. Not seeing the football game. I've been to uh, plenty of college football games, and uh, I I absolutely love the environment of a college football game. Uh, The reason I'm a little apprehensive is because I don't attract very many sports fans as friends. As a matter of fact, I do not have one friend in Portland that gives a rat's ass about sports or even likes or even follows football. So, uh, it kind of, I'm kind of in a quandary because I'm, I'm doing some, I've been doing some social networking, uh, on a website called utefans.net. And if those, for those of you that are wondering what a ute is, uh, a ute First of all, well, first of all, is the name of a Native American tribe in, I think it's the eastern Utah area, and they call themselves Utes. So, and they are also the mascot of the University of Utah. Now, I know what some of you hyper PC people are saying. Rebecca, that's racist. You've done shows on racism in the past. How dare you become a fan of a school that embraces a Native American as their mascot? Well, first of all, if you're judging me for that, then you can go fuck yourself because uh, the, the Ute tribe and the University of Utah have an excellent relationship with each other. And... And they're not going to do anything that uh, the Ute tribe finds offensive. As a matter of fact, they're, they, they're, I guess you could say their mascot that dresses up for games is a fucking bird. So, <laughs> which as far as I know, their bird or they, they, they call him, they call him swoop has nothing to do with uh, the Ute tribe as far as I know. But anyway, so my running Utes are going to be taking on the Oregon State Beavers next Thursday. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been doing some social networking on utefans.net. And so basically I'm going to be tailgating with a bunch of strangers. Now, one of them that I'm going to be tailgating with seems like a really nice guy. And I've met him in person before at a, at a University of Utah game in Salt Lake City a couple of years ago. But for the most part, uh i'm going to be i'm going to be tailgating with basically a bunch of uh uh straight white guys who uh i don't know i i'm hoping they don't fit that i i've got a stereo I'll, let me confess this i have a stereotype in my head of 
uh, a lot of sport, sports fans. The majority of the of of people that are sports fans tend have a t- tend to be straight white men, and not only are they straight white men, but they have that alpha male attitude of feeling a need to assert their masculinity and prove how masculine they are every ten seconds, and so. That makes me really, and and that kind of attitude and behavior makes me really fucking uncomfortable, and and frankly, it's a turnoff uh, for me. So, uh, yeah, but you know what can you do? I can't, you know, I've had a hard time finding sports fans as friends that don't fit that stereotype, and I'm kind of taking a gamble here that if the guys that I'm going to be tailgating with do fit that alpha male sports fan stereotype that they're not also homophobic. And if they are, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to hope that I don't pass for safety reasons. Uh, The reason I bring this up on the show is not only just to kind of share with you my safety concerns, but if anybody in the Portland area is listening to this podcast and they have Thursday afternoon off uh, Thursday, August 30th, and they want to go to this game with me, um, please send me an email, trannyrick at gmail.com, because I have an extra ticket, and I bought that ticket for safety reasons. So, And at this point, I've not been able to find anybody that is willing to go with me. Initially, when I bought the ticket, uh, I wanted to you know, have somebody that, is interested in football that would actually enjoy the game go with me. But at this point, (laughs) uh, just having somebody that I know there will uh, make me feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, Who knows? Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm being overly cautious. I don't, as a trans woman who, uh, who, who is part of a community that is targeted for hate crimes, left and right i don't think i can be too cautious but like i said there's a possibility that these guys are all going to be wonderful uh and and the likelihood is probably high that all of these guys are going to be wonderful uh you know polite and friendly and not really give a damn about my gender identity or status and uh are just going to want to watch football and uh, tailgate and talk football and enjoy uh, hopefully enjoy a Utah victory over the Oregon State Beavers. <laughs> so uh, I'll keep you uh, updated on that. I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know how that goes. Um, the other uh, thing that's coming up at the end of September is the Podcast Expo. Um, there's been some questions on other podcasts. I won't name any podcasts that... Uh, may have rip- misrepresented my uh, position. Pizzababe.com. Um, <laughs> oh, where did that come out of? Um, so yeah, it, my my position was definitely not misrepresented on Pizzababe.com, which is another wonderful freak network podcast that you need to go listen to. Um, anyway, Jenny and Bob uh, apparently were under the impression that I was not going to go to the podcast expo unless I had roommates. And let me say this. I am going to the podcast expo regardless of my roommate situation. It's looking like at this point I'm going to be rooming with a special delivery mark and possibly I'll be rooming with uh, Zillafag and Tigger if uh, their uh, potential roomies uh, bail out. So it looks like my roommate situation is going to be set up uh, and I am going to the podcast expo. If you are a podcaster, podcast producer or a podcast listener and you can financially, uh, if you think going to Ontario, California is financially viable for you at the end of September, I would really love to meet you. I have been looking forward to doing this for uh, this is the Expo's third year. I've been looking forward to doing this for two years. Ever since I started podcasting, I've been looking forward to going to the Expo. And the last two, I was not able to make it to. So um, for me, I don't give a fuck about like all the, the podcast uh, 
uh, forums and uh, workshops that they have. I just want to go to party with a bunch of people that I've been talking to and listening to online the last couple of years. So if you're going to the Podcast Expo, uh, send me an email and let me know if you're, I already know as far as those that are on the Freak Network, I already know who's going. But if you're not a member of the Freak Network and you're going to the Expo, or please let me know so I can meet up with you. Uh, I'll put a link on, on Tranny. There, there actually already is a link on TrannyRec.com to the hotel that I'm staying at. Uh, and I talked about that in the last show. So, um, yeah, Podcast Expo, end of September. I would really love to meet you. Uh, if you haven't been to an Expo before, um, you won't regret it, really. There's just so many fucking cool people that uh, go to these expos, and you know, if you, you're you're gonna at least know one person. If you only listen to my show, you're at least gonna know me. But the 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 networking and the friends that you make at, at stuff like this is fucking cool. I've heard so many good things about past expos. I can't fucking wait. All right, so that's all I've got to say on this podcast. Uh, Trannyrec at gmail dot com two zero six three fuck me. Those are the my the the best ways to get a hold of me. Um, anything you want to shout out at or anything you want to tell me you, you you love you hate the podcast uh, you agree or disagree with anything I'm saying. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, and, you know, if you don't feel comfortable contacting me, contact another podcaster. Contact somebody else you listen to because uh, feedback from you, feedback from people like Tom is what keep us going. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and close this off with a song. Uh, this is uh, Goodbye by Curious, uh, another band that I found off the Podsafe Music Network. Uh, I love all of you, and uh, go fuck yourself.
This show is a member of the Freak Network. Go to www.thefreaknetwork.com to get your freak out. This program is a member of the Trans FM Internet Broadcast Network. Trans-FM.org.